0: Good, love gracious queens. Aren't all out just queens. Their time has come. United Queen darling. Ed? Yeah. <laughs> do you like cheer sheets? Oh my god! Or do they get stuck in your. <laughs> 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 Or did they get stuck in your
1: teeth too. The reason, because I've got in my notes, when we get to that bit, that was the bit that I wrote down and said, I want Chloe to do an impression of this bit. And then you literally did it straight away.
0: It's the highlight of the episode for me.
1: I'm sorry. Can we just backtrack? What are cheese seeds?
0: Chia seeds. They're like these little black Oh, seeds. chia. Yes. Okay. Did you say cheese seeds? I thought you said
1: cheese seeds. I'm not even joking.
0: That sounds much nicer.
1: I was like, when do you get seeds in cheese? What have I been missing out? Because I'm no stranger to cheese, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? So chia seeds, are so because they were having Chinese food, is it like small black, like lentils almost?
0: No, they're like tiny little dots and they're like hard. They're literally like seeds. And you put them in like smoothies on your porridge. Well I really
1: think that we've Covered all the ground on this episode yeah. today, So thank you guys for <laughs> Thanks so the- much for <laughs> joining us <laughs> We got the cheer season. That
0: segment was more interesting than the episode
1: Well should we rate the episode
0: Yeah let's rate the episode
1: I'm going with an 8 Which was what we both gave I believe Last week because I'm still I'm now feeling very Adjusted to it and I'm Enjoying it but it's Still flawed
0: Oh, my God, we're so different this week. I'm sorry to break our perfect score. I'm giving it a five.
1: <gasps> oh, that's low.
0: Yeah, that low. <laughs> All right, Gloria. <laughs> there
1: are some of the guys got rid of their old girls. <laughs> Bastards.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a five from me.
1: <laughs> a five. Okay, well, tell me why. <laughs> I don't want to sound like the I mean, voice, but please. I feel like
0: I can tell you as we go along, because if I tell you why now, I mean, I, I it was just I feel like this episode was like a setting the scene episode. It was kind of a plot devicey episode. Um, to kind of it felt like she was kind of putting big in the in a box and then she setting did. off <laughs> pl- literally uh, <laughs> plot devices for miranda and for charlotte etc etc and i want to watch sex in the city i did not tune in to watch a fucking 45 minute netflix quote-unquote comedy special thank you very much
1: do you know as you were speaking i just scanned over my notes and they are very negative so i don't know actually how i concluded with an eight but i think to be honest i think i was a bit Um, And I think you might feel the same. I think I found it quite exciting to see Carrie and Natasha ended up speaking together, which we'll get to. And I think that kind of was um, something that made me feel a little bit like old Sex and the City. Obviously, it was quite almost like a throwback to their previous showdown. Yeah. So I think maybe I let that blind what is a very flawed episode, actually, now I scan it. It opens up with um, Carrie on the podcast again. And I, okay, I rewatched last week's episode. And I did see that man. Everyone saw that man apart from me, the podcast producer. That was an obvious...
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he
1: is seemingly going to be a um, love interest because he agrees with Carrie on something in this episode. Yes, he pipes in. So I have clocked him now.
0: And? Do you think he's hot? Yeah.
1: And he is hot. Um, I mean, it's hard to tell from behind the screen. Um, And obviously, I mean, if they're going to be true to Carrie as a character, which clearly um this series isn't <laughs> that bothered about if, if Miranda and Charlotte are anything to go by but um Carrie mm. isn't the type of person who would start dating after Big has died immediately so that, that, this will have to be like a long played out thing surely it's not going to be next episode she's in bed with someone or is it I don't know
0: I don't know um I don't know She's been pretty as usual focusing on uh, the weirdest stuff so who knows what she's going to get up to in the weeks to come
1: I found it annoying that like she acted exactly the same in the podcast this week as she did last week, but they acted as if she'd taken all the advice on board. It's like she didn't talk about her, reveal anything about herself, wasn't candidly sexual, was just doing the same things before, which is deflecting... Uh, witticisms yeah. and they acted as if it was exactly. a huge revelation. Exactly, riding
0: off their jokes. Yeah. Good job, Carrie.
1: Is it because now she's a widow, it's like, a, we can't keep telling her off. So it's like, oh yeah, you really, you really got it. And yeah, Zena's yeah, just makes um, me think good KFC, to be honest. So that's where I'm at.
0: She's dead air. She's dead air. But it's a, I, she doesn't suit that podcast. It is it is kind of, it's not her wavelength at all. She's totally wrong for it. Don't you think?
1: She's wrong for it. And I hate the podcast. I don't like their banter. I hate the word banter, and I only use it when I'm insulting someone's, how they speak. I hate the soundboard, which might be because I'm jealous, because we've never had a soundboard, but they press the, what is
0: it? trigger moment.
1: (laughs) I hate it. It's just like, it's more like a parody. And I know it's meant to be tongue-in-cheek, but I just find it annoying. I find him annoying. Is it,
0: though? Is it? Because that Netflix special wasn't tongue-in-cheek, was it? That was very earnest.
1: The Netflix special was awful. But... Uh, at the same time, I mean, we'll get to the Netflix special. I can imagine that kind of being a Netflix special these days, which is...
0: <clears throat> I know, that's why I don't watch Netflix specials. Yeah,
1: me neither. Um, okay. I noticed Carrie was wearing black, so I felt like that was a... Uh, she's still... Yes,
0: yeah, very Queen Victoria of her.
1: I know they do it, in uh, obviously, at the funeral, but is it normal these days to continue wearing black as, like, a grieving thing?
0: I don't know, maybe Carrie likes a theme, you know, when she went to Paris, she had all her hat boxes and she likes to dress up in costume, doesn't she? She was a nurse and all this. Thing. So maybe this is like her chance to get all her black out. She doesn't really, really wear black, does she?
1: No, not really. I can't think of a notable time in the main series. But yeah, we were talking about that the other day, IRL, weren't we? Which is um, how many times Carrie wore stupid costumes for Big. And now even after she's dead, she's still, <laughs> I'm wearing black. Um...
0: Yeah. And she says she's happy, sad. So she what she said was interesting. She said uh, the last few years were happy. So it's like, hang on a minute. So are you saying for 20 years, whatever it's been, this, this chase with you guys that you weren't really happy and it was only the last few years?
1: Well, I guess maybe they had to write around the fact that obviously the first. So when's the first film?
0: I don't know. We should know, but...
1: Well, I guess if we're going
0: 2007 off, and, and seven or something?
1: I guess it would be around 10 years ago if we're going by, like, Lily and Brady's age, maybe. Um, so they, they can't say they've been happy for, like, 20 years because, obviously, he jilted her at the altar 10 years ago and they were apart for quite a while, weren't they? Oh,
0: yeah, that's and true. Then,
1: and then in the second film, she cheated on him and that was, <laughs> I guess, like, seven years ago. So I guess the only way to say they were happy with, without a break would be the last few years. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I guess because in a way, or well, even in the original Sex and the City, Carrie and Big had their happy moments. I mean, they wouldn't keep coming back together if they were just constantly unhappy. Like when they were good, they were good, and when they were bad, they got it. When they were only disease. halfway up,
0: they were either up nor down. But also, I think she was happy chasing him around. She was happy to obsess over him. She that's all she did was obsess. So it,
1: and now she can obsess over Natasha. So. She's she's fulfilled. I
0: know that this is it. We'll get to that. That's that's, uh, interesting. Well, there's bigger news, um,
1: which is Carrie's going to eat today. Um, She's going to eat
0: french fries.
1: I know. I was like, are they going to do a storyline of her going off the rails big time and gets fries? Because that would be more disturbing than the Miranda alcoholic storyline. If Carrie starts regularly eating fries, it's going to be like intervention. What are we going to do?
0: I know Um, she's gained a pound. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but, um, I thought I'd be so annoyed if I was Carrie that Miranda only started listening to the podcast now to masturbate over Che's voice. Now she's suddenly into
0: how I I that's literally what I wrote. Right, Miranda only listened to the podcast because of Che. I
1: know, and then she's excited to go to this comedy special. Partly because she knows it's an open too bar. Too excited, way so I, too excited.
0: I was, I was um, tossing a turning over whether to give it a five or a six, and the only reason I would give it a six is because I really loved manic mental Miranda this episode.
1: Is she playing drunk? She's insane. Or is this just her?
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know. Yeah, because Miranda was always quite chilled and relaxed and in control. And yeah, she seems all over the place. But that does happen to people. Like, I've known people as they got older, get more and more manic and anxious and weird. Um, just but... say
0: me. Just just, <laughs> just just, say me.
1: Why were we looking at you when I said that? Um, but yeah, <laughs> she's... She feels like she's kind of having a bit of a midlife crisis. Um, yeah. But... But better a midlife crisis than no life, which is what Big has. And we get to his will and the meeting, which, mm-hmm. as we guessed, was why Gloria's been introduced, that this was going to be a plot point. And we knew Natasha was coming back in. I think we kind of predicted how this was going to unfold last week, didn't we?
0: Yes, but then Gloria says she didn't know anything about it. So, like, why are you here, Gloria?
1: That is true. If she didn't know. Well, I guess she's still going to be involved.
0: But also again carrie why can't you read the will like why is carrie just sat there and maybe it's too painful but if that would and it was legal stuff i'd want to read everything have my own copy
1: oh you'd have your magnifying glass <laughs>
0: oh honey <Making> notes. <laughs> do you know who gloria reminds me of a bit she reminds me of steve's mom
1: oh yeah yeah i see that <laughs> very masculine
0: very so. Um, Big leaves uh some stuff to some charities and the jazz conservatoire, or something in New Orleans. Which, which Gloria said, one of my favorite quotes from the show, which was, He loved his jazz.
1: Oh god, I thought he said jazz, I completely misunderstood <laughs> that quote. I thought that was another big bombshell, and I mean, big bombshell, <laughs> right? Um, well, first of all, I don't buy that Bill, Bill. Sorry, that's your husband. <laughs> that Big would um, leave money to charity. <laughs> Maybe that's me being a bit mean to
0: No, but I think they were arts ones. I think it was like a, the jazz one and like the New York... It was like the New York City art something, which makes a bit more sense.
1: There's probably other ex-wives and girlfriends, but just under different yes. names. He's left yes. them all something. So they don't reveal his big secrets. But um, did you... The moment that... Um, you saw Big Left 1 Million to who? Did you know it was Natasha?
0: Of course. Because
1: I, I did, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm giving myself course. too much credit there. been <laughs> smug, everyone knew, straight and
0: away. And um, also another, I don't know if this is a trope or what, but another very unprofessional uh, member of society in the death industry. The lawyer. What
1: the hell was that about? That was really unnecessary Because it wasn't even very funny It didn't move the plot along It was just a bit of a weird hiccup in the scene Of this lawyer rowing with his wife Although it did give us the term Maison de Chien Which is so camp It's like Samantha was back for a moment
0: And uh, that's, uh, that's doghouse in pompous ass <laughs>
1: <laughs> OK, as well as Steve impression every episode I think Gloria now has to be a staple <laughs>
0: And um, also, it's kind of a throwback to Jane at the funeral parlour. Just these very unprofessional, uh, loudmouth people who don't have very good clientele skills.
1: So what? And just like that is teaching us is when someone you know dies, not only will you have grief, but you're going to deal with a lot of fucking shady staff members in the in the whole process. And it's good yeah. to know that. Um, I wanted. I wondered. I couldn't help but wonder. How much money do you think Harry got?
0: Okay, so he left a million to Natasha and then he would have left, what, 50, I don't know, a couple hundred grand to all those charities. Oh, and she got real estate. I reckon she would have got like, oh my God, easy, like 15 to 20 million.
1: Oh my God, I think that's way low. I think, she,
0: I think
1: so. I thought a hundred because I mean, uh, Carrie's not a very money obsessed person, but basically this a million pounds was treated as almost quite insignificant. Yeah. And, and, change. and Big is like, I mean, they never really delved into it, but I mean, Big is very, very rich in the show. I think, I mean, he, he's not like, if he was worth like 25 million, that's very rich, but it's, I don't think it would justify his lifestyle. I mean, that fucking apartment they have must be worth, like, a fucking fortune.
0: Yeah, even, like, I was looking at all the details. I mean, the wallpaper is, like, it looks like hand-painted silk, you know, on the walls. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I mean, that palatine yeah, must rich, cost bitch. a lot, but I'm sure they regretted that. Did you see they well, put out their a statement?
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. I could just imagine, like, oh, my God. Their shares went down, um, and they are furious because they weren't told why or how the bike was going to be used in the show. They were just told it was going to be featured and that an actress would play an instructor and they are livid.
1: Oh, I thought she was a real instructor. I thought that they provided her and that's one of the re- another reason they were annoyed because they would kind of oh. cooperated in the scene and given the bike and done everything. The only thing they weren't told about was the death which does kind of make sense because obviously I think they kept it very secret that Big was dying. Because I also read that Big attended, Chris Noth attended Big's funeral to throw off rumours.
0: Oh, right. Um, That's their fault. They should check, like always read the fine print before you sign yourself off to do anything. And also, is that really how annoying people are, the instructors on Pelotons? They are so obnoxious. Well,
1: I've never done it, but yeah, I think they are. Uh, But I'm I'm really surprised actually that Peloton, the shares would go down. Because I mean... The word Peloton has been said so much. I know it's obviously in the context of someone dying, but I I thought it might be like no, there's no such thing as bad press, where you can't buy this advertising. The whole thing's been trending for since the episode aired, and they released a new advert with Chris North, um, Peloton did, didn't they? Where he's alive mm. and Ryan Reynolds is narrating it, and that's gone like viral. So I mean, surely they've this will end up being a good thing for them.
0: Yeah, and I mean, these things are just a flash in the pan anyway, and it always levels off in the end. Like a couple of people get put off maybe for like a month, and if they're thinking about buying one, they'll buy it anyway.
1: Well, that Michael know? Patrick King said that because they could have just been a bike. An exercise bike they didn't have to call it peloton but he said oh that's what the show's always done whatever is the popular brand is what the characters would have and we want that exactly to be true and to it's, them. The
0: premi- it's the premium one and, and he said that big would have the premium th- stuff in lockdown
1: well he would i mean if you've got a million pounds to give to your ex who you haven't spoke to since the divorce then clearly you can afford a fucking peloton hello um, but yeah, I feel like Harry has got about 100 million, which I didn't even think about when Big died. And now it's making a lot more sense why she maybe wasn't as upset. Because I mean, damn, she's rich now. Who cares? No, she did good. She, she can never buy, gave up. buy a new man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, then we cut to uh, Stabford and Charlotte are waiting for Carrie and Miranda in a restaurant. And this is a very unexpectedly uh, awkward scene between these two guys.
1: Yeah, it is, and it feels like they're they're saying it as if it was a big feature in the original series. But I don't really remember there ever been tension between Charlotte and Stamford.
0: I don't remember them ever interacting because she was always with Anthony.
1: Well, that and... was one interaction when she set them up, but obviously that didn't go well. Uh, Although I guess yeah, ultimately that's right. it
0: did. <laughs> yeah. But Um, I guess it was referenced in the
1: last episode, wasn't it? Because Stanford was chosen over Charlotte to attend. I always thought actually it was Carrie who was annoying about the whole dynamic. She was always like, she'd say to Stanford, oh, it's just the girls tonight. And it's like, oh, she'd go and see Stanford and be like, oh, no, I need to see you for this. As if she puts her friends in these boxes of this is what I need you for. This is what I need you for. Um,
0: yeah, she does that with so many. But do you remember Oliver, the Australian shoe yes. uh, dealer? She used him for her nights out when she was bored with Aiden. Um, she she does that. She uses people for. But I mean, look, we all have people we do different things with. But she's very specific about who she socializes with and why.
1: That Aussie gay friend she had. Yeah, I've seen him do a poo. <laughs> when? I mean on tv not like d- walking down the street but if you've watched a show i think i've recommended uh, this to you before but white lotus uh-huh. which is also on now which is what unjust like that is on um you should watch it it's like i think it's like six episodes or eight episodes set in hawaii and he's in it and he no uh, actually it is a spoiler but you see him do a poo and, I, and when i say do a poo i mean you see the poo coming out not just a man sat on the toilet it's a very shocking scene.
0: Is it a mystery? Who done it?
1: Well, it's not to the viewer because we literally see him do it. But yet yeah, in the show, it's uh, they don't know who did it. Um, it's actually one of the big.
0: Do you hear the hear the uh, release?
1: Yeah, it's it sounds like when you drop chia seeds. It's that kind of sound. <laughs> <laughs> chia <laughs> but yeah, so Charlotte and Stanford are bickering, and it's like. First of all, it, it's never that big an issue between a three and a four. I'm with Stanford on that. It doesn't change. Yes. Do they change restaurants because of this?
0: No, they change tables, So he has seems to have a lot of pent up. Uh, anger towards Charlotte and uh, he reveals that his therapist thinks that she's threatened by his friendship with Carrie (laughs) and Charlotte is a shady she very much belittles him and says you talk to your therapist about me to be fair like get a
1: life but I would be like I would find it weird if someone told me they brought me up in therapy I don't think it's
0: I'd be flattered but it, clearly, about me? In
1: a, clearly in a negative way. And it's like, maybe keep that to yourself. Like, you don't need to tell me you're slugging me off to your therapist. But then, I mean, mm, that's <laughs> a, in the original show. Stanford was said he had three therapists, didn't he? Was it one for when he needs to be coddled?
0: One when he wants cuddling. One, yeah, tough love.
1: Coddled, not cuddled. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And one when I want to look at a really beautiful man. <laughs> and then Carrie says, that's messed up. And she goes, that's why I see the other two. Let's just recap yes. the original series. We're, we've already yeah, please. started. <laughs> but-
0: and um, he says um, about, about go, being a go, go go dancing Coke in the 80s. And he says, How else do you think I met Brett Easton Ellis? It's like, I wasn't wondering how you met him. He's never been brought up. Who is that? He's an author. I think he wrote uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas.
1: Oh, I didn't know who that was. I think.
0: But it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, he Ain't is providing
1: ask? some light relief um, in the episode. and But I found it funny when, when Carrie joins them and they're moaning about the seating and the slamming, and she goes, I'm used to getting slammed from behind.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, and with Stanford Miranda. isn't.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, Miranda. In bed. <laughs> lower, Miranda, lower. While well, she's <laughs> sipping her wine and fingering her. Um, and Miranda's asking at the table as well, where's my wine? So they're still... Mm-hmm. Obviously, giving us—I mean, I say clues. To me, I thought it was very obvious the storyline from the beginning. But some people on social media last week were kind of like, "Are they setting up an alcoholism story for Miranda?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah." Every scene, <laughs> she's asking for
1: alcohol. Do you think Cynthia Nixon just—that's in her contract? Like, clearly, this is a fucking storyline. But um,
0: and um, what also shocked me was he. We find out with through after tax, one million goes down to four hundred and fifty thousand
1: well i think that um will be because of inheritance tax and maybe that's i know but
0: isn't that crazy that that is such a high tax like tax is so high like that
1: it is crazy it's always like that when people like sorry to mention track race (laughs) finally get a break and bring it back but they always say that about the winnings because that's 100 grand and they say uh it ends up being like 60 or 50 or something so like everything does that get
0: taxed
1: yeah big time
0: Oh, I thought it'd be tax-free. Like, all the other shows, like, their winnings are tax-free. Or is that just in the UK?
1: Drag Race is just, in the UK, it's nothing. You just get a badge. Yeah, they get nothing. <laughs> you literally get nothing. So what What do you think of the whole debate about, they reflect on the history with Natasha and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. the, like, Miranda says, Big destroyed Natasha's life and stuff like that. And I'm like, how do you think that?
0: Um... I think maybe it's like a freeze frame because in their mind that's where it ended and they don't know, although I find it hard to believe because Manhattan is such a small place, but they don't know where she's been. So that's kind of where it ended for them. So maybe they they haven't caught up. You know how like we thought Brady was still four? Yes. <laughs> um, so maybe it's like in their mind, he ruined her life, but they probably, you know, forgetting that it's been X amount of years and she would have moved on and had children and a life. Um, but it's also that's. But I know Miranda said it, but it's also classic Carrie to think that as well. Like my my choices have ruined someone's life. It's like oh, you wish, hun. You wish.
1: And I feel like Charlotte really tried to rewrite history because she was like, "Well, she cheated with him first, and then you cheated on him." It's like absolutely not. They had broken up, Carrie and Big, when Big got with Natasha. Correct me if I'm wrong. He moved to Paris. They broke up. He came back engaged, which was very upsetting for her. But Natasha absolutely didn't do anything wrong in that situation. She was a victim the whole time.
0: Yes, just because you were with someone before. That's called an ex-girlfriend.
1: Yeah. And and even Carrie acknowledges that. She's like, oh, you're a very good friend. But I'm like, well, you're just fucking lying to make her feel better at this point.
0: Yeah, exactly. And also that's revisionism because, okay, fine, they got married in the end. So you could say that they were soulmates. But that doesn't matter. The decisions made at that time were the decisions made and you had an affair, end of.
1: You shared what you shared and you got in his you bed sh- when you got in his shared. bed. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> at, at, um, at Back at home, Carrie's trying to guess Big's password, which I think would have been Natasha's boobies, but I don't think she checks that one.
0: Natasha's other tooth
1: (laughs) Which doesn't match her other tooth
0: Underscore one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again I'm like oh no Not another thing where Carrie's trying to like Log into passwords and stuff Like that in the movie the first film
1: Yeah and then it ended up being love And that was to get into her own emails Wasn't it And (laughs) Yes She's always had trouble with emails I don't know why she's still trying
0: Do you think Big's left a key ring lying around somewhere And that would be the password for this one
1: that says, are fucking lutely <laughs> um, We get, again, what was predicted, I predicted last week, which was, I mean, I keep saying I predicted like it's a genius thing. <laughs> Everyone saw this coming. But I mean, Charlotte- Meg over here. Charlotte, <laughs> Mystic Peg, please. Charlotte <laughs> is having the conversation with Rose that she doesn't want to be a girl. Mm,
0: she um, doesn't feel like a girl. She's not at the, she doesn't know she, what she wants yet, but she doesn't feel like one yet at the moment.
1: But I just feel like it's like they're trying to cover so much ground in terms of I know. amending the past that it's actually exhausting. And it feels like it's taking priority over the comedy, which is what I've always watched Sex and the City for primarily.
0: So, I know. Um, and that's what th- this is the thing as well. And it's annoying because it's like it. me saying this makes me sound like I'm some kind of like fascist or something. But it's like. It's ruins comedy. That's what's happened to comedy in the last 10 years. Like this hype, heightened wokeism is ruining comedy. It's taking the fun out of everything. It's like, you don't need to cram everything in. I mean, who, is there some kind of contract that says you need to have every single thing in Sex and the City that's that's woke and relevant right now. No, you don't.
1: Well, I read an interview with Cynthia Nixon and apparently she was very close to not signing on. She didn't want to sign on if it was similar to the old show. So she really wanted it to be completely different and kind of sh- basically what it is now is what it took to get her on board. And obviously <sighs> they couldn't lose Cynthia as well as Kim Cattrall. So I'm wondering if Cynthia Nixon actually had quite some influence on how far they went with it. Because we always knew, I think, if it came back that it was going to, be more diverse because it had been so criticised in the past. But I mean, they've really, really gone for it, and it feels like almost every subject you could imagine is now part of the show. Um It's yeah, crammed. It's, it's
0: overkill. It's overkill. It's it's overkill. Like, and it and it and it it's it makes everything that the issues they're trying to touch on it's so diluted, and there for the sake of it that actually they they don't feel real or have any weight, you know? They don't have any poignancy. It's just like, oh, here, this is here now. Of course it is. What's the next one? Let me guess. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, we get with Miranda and Steve that Steve is asking if it's a bad idea to let Brady have sex in the house. <laughs> and at least someone's having sex in the house. Mm-hmm. But um, I read uh, Think Pieces last week that were criticising Miranda and her mothering for letting brady bone which i had hadn't really thought of as a parenting thing but i guess it is isn't it because they were asking questions that i hadn't thought of like what about this what's the girl's name
0: louisa i think or
1: louisa louisa like what what do her parents think about her staying over and being shagged by brady do they know are they okay with it um so i guess i hadn't thought of that not being a parent but like are they bad parents? Is this bad or?
0: <laughs> well, it's like I said last week. You know, she was shocked that he was smoking weed when she was sort of. And I said, you know, if you you've let l- open the door and let him have this very grown up, and he is a minor, by the way, uh, it is eighteen in America. Oh. Um, you've let the minors have very loud grown up sex in your house. She's walking around like in a tiny t shirt in front with no bra on in front of your boyfriend's dad. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's deaf. Um, he's not blind. He can see. Everything. Hello,
0: and um, I I personally look. You can't stop these things, okay? But I would say, if it were me, I'd probably say, look, this is too loud. This is obnoxious. You're taking the piss out of my respect for you as a young adult. You know, i I can understand maybe at the beginning. She's like, look, he's a young adult. If they're just gonna do it behind our backs, if we don't, but then I think that a line has been crossed. I I could
1: forgive the loud sex, but when they start lecturing me about aging bones, as this girl
0: does. (laughs)
1: Unbelievable. And then she casually backtracks. Well, I'm aging too. That's just being alive. I'm like, no, honey, that is your cue to leave. (laughs) You do not say the word aging in this house with my deaf, formerly hot husband, who's still kind of hot. It's just not a word you say.
0: So they're all setting the scene here as well with Miranda and Steve looking like, I mean, look, me and my husband sit front at the telly most nights. <laughs> but the looking kind of lacklustre. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Lying down, the, the whole... um, the This is what should have been front-page news, really. The whole chia seeds conversation, which we've, we've touched on before. Yeah. Um, well, I think
1: that's going to be talked about a lot from now on, really. it sparked quite a conversation. I think so.
0: Yeah. I think it will be the new Manolo Blahnik, don't you think?
1: Yeah, like Cosmos. It just enters the lexicon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, Jesus. so it's kind of looking a bit lacklustre there and then um, they go upstairs to have sex, um, which...
1: Miranda and Steve do?
0: No, Brady and, and Louise. I personally would not want this Louise in my house.
1: Me either. If but I was a mother. Honestly, I agree with like, you saying it reminds you of you. So I didn't even look at this as lacklustre between Miranda and Steve. I was just thinking it was a normal scene. So maybe that's because it's like... We relate to it too much, the comfort of. But I think that's what couples are like. So.
0: Yes. I, d- I mean, especially if they're in their 50s. I mean, and, you know, you have a long, hard day. Um, you know, when Bill comes home from work, the p- kids in the bed, my God, it's like, what do you want to watch, babe? And like, put something in the oven. And then we go to bed at nine o'clock.
1: Yeah. Um, me too. Well, 9 a.m. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jealous.
1: Um, and much like me, Carrie is up all night because she cannot sleep. Uh, so she goes looking for things in Big's pockets. Reminding a bit of when she searched that guy's flat. Was he called Ben? You know, back yeah, in the day with the glasses. Yeah, cute.
0: He's cute, that guy.
1: He was cute, but him. she was the freak. But she does find a number and then she rings it and it's, is it their phone? What was that about? It,
0: she doesn't, well, we've, we've skipped, um, Rose as Charlotte. Have we? Uh, at Anthony's Bakery, I think.
1: Oh, I had that as the next scene.
0: Oh, well, honey. It's all topsy-turvy.
1: They do kind of fade in and out. Um, Like, you see a bit of one scene, a bit of another, and a bit of another.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Because she rummages through his blazer, I mean, and then she finds a piece of paper with... Yeah, why would he write their number down <laughs> and then keep it in a jacket? And then why... Doesn't she know the number? And, like, why do neither of them know the number?
1: (laughs) Why do they even have a landline? Especially if you don't know the number. And especially if you don't know the number so much you have to write it down and hide it. Like, what? why was that necessary? I think maybe we've missed something of that. I don't know.
0: I don't think so. But then
1: we can't have done, because clearly it was their phone, because she answered it.
0: Yeah, and also, if she doesn't know, why would we know? Exactly.
1: (laughs) And then, (laughs) even weirder, she finds a picture of a dog...
0: Kookie, What was it called? Googee.
1: Goody? Gokey? Gogi, Gogey. And I mean, I'm just going to say it. I feel like Are They Leading to Big was f- fucking a dog. I mean... Because that's what it seems like to me.
0: Listen, so far there's been fucking no sex except for underage... Miners in this show, and it's episode three, so I would take a bit of bestiality at this point. It's the
1: only taboo that this series hasn't covered so far, so I feel like they're going
0: to. Be... Poor Gogi. And it is a
1: cute. It is a cute dog. I'm not condoning that, but I can see Big. If Big was going down that path, I can see it being his type. So I feel like that's going to mm. maybe be later in the series developed. It's like an I affair. I think I'd go
0: for like a Rottweiler or something. Something quite manly.
1: I think. Oh God, no, not a Rottweiler. I think if I had to, I would be. Which one is Beethoven?
0: Oh, a a uh, uh, I uh, I forgot what they're called. Saint Bernard. Doberman
1: of oh, Saint Bernards. Yes. Very um, dribbly. Well, I like a wet kiss.
0: I like a wet kiss and a wet dick.
1: Sorry.
0: <laughs> you know they've got the alcohol around their neck and a barrel. That's why you like them.
1: Oh, that's why Miranda might have an affair with one. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Why would
0: they have alcohol around their neck in a barrel?
1: Because is this the cheer like, seeds um, thing.
0: They've got their neck full of cheer seeds. <laughs> uh, they're, they're like mountain dogs. They go up in the mountains, and the they uh, the alcohol is for the uh, explorers to keep them warm.
1: Is this April first? I ain't falling for that bitch. Nice try. <laughs> no, I do believe it.
0: I'm reviewing the show. That is a scene in the show. That is how interesting the show is.
1: Okay, so clearly you don't think there's going to be an affair with the dog. But what, so now, because we don't find out in this episode, what do you think the dog is going to be?
0: Um, maybe it might be like a Don Draper thing and he has actually stolen someone's identity and that is a dog from his past with rural Alabama.
1: Oh yeah, I think actually that's more likely to be it. Now, now I reflect um, <laughs> may, why, what do you think? Well, you know what I think I think, well, I don't think he would have been fucking the dog I think maybe <laughs> Do you think Maybe love. maybe it was the dog he shared with Natasha Back no, in the day it's a really
0: old photo It's like from the 70s or something Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know why you'd find a picture of a dog
1: and get jealous I find it really weird
0: well, I think because she's like, who is he? He's never mentioned this dog before. He gets frozen yogurt, so she's shocked that he goes to Pinkberry. I mean, <sighs> is the man not allowed a private life?
1: I was going to ask you because I didn't know what Pinkberry was. I would have guessed frozen yogurt, though.
0: Yeah, it's Froyo.
1: But, I mean, he had heart problems. Like, he would. Um...
0: Yeah. So, yeah, he probably did tell you because you'd probably nag him and say, don't have any more of that Froyo.
1: Well, no, isn't Froyo like, healthy com- compared to ice cream?
0: No, but in America, Froyo is like a whole different ball game. You could put like, they have them at, oh, I love them. They've got all the different chocolate, birthday cake.
1: I remember you, you talking candy. about this actually back a few years ago and we had to shut it down. And I've yes. just set you off again.
0: <laughs> See, they, this is why we have to eat it in secret, because our friends judge us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> After you die, I'm going to find all these pink berries in you. And I probably would find pictures of dogs, but it wouldn't be a surprise because you do love a dog.
0: Oh, honey, and I love dogging
1: And, and I love oh, bread Oh, that what you
0: meant?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we've, we get to see into Anthony's bread place Where uh-huh. Rose is working um, And stinking up a storm And obviously Anthony being Anthony Tells her the tea that she reeks um, Yes But Charlotte's offended That's a offended.
0: common thing with teenagers I think there's any, Isn't there a period when they start become a teenager And they just start to stank?
1: Oh God, yeah, I had it And I'm still going through it
0: but...
1: Um, Same. <laughs> yes, but Charlotte asks Anthony. Does she ask him not to call her a girl or just is he just letting no. her know this is what's so happening?
0: so he says something like, you stink, girl, or something. And then she's like, what do I do? She's saying she doesn't feel like a girl. And he's like, so what?
1: Well, he's not Steve. Um, <laughs>
0: Everyone is Steve. I
1: feel like this even though I'm kind of not enjoying the storyline I thought it was quite a balanced way to deal with the topic because I felt like Anthony was yes. saying a lot of the things that um, people do think which is that kids say this stuff and it doesn't have to be taken that seriously because I know I was in that camp personally I, when I was little thought I want to be a girl so often it is just something like kids say all kinds of crap so I'm glad that was kind of acknowledged because it could have yeah, been yeah it's fair that definitely and like um you know Stephen
0: fry given. said it didn't he Stephen fry said i really wanted to be a girl and i'm thank god i wasn't a, a child now because my parents might have done it and it was just a phase i listened to
1: that same podcast yeah he did and he, it was very similar to my experience and a lot of gay men do say that so there are a variety of experiences so it's good that they're all getting a bit of uh, acknowledgement in this storyline if it is going to develop um
0: and also, I like in a way that Charlotte's like, what do I do? Like, I want to be supportive, but also I don't want to. And then he's like, sometimes you're too indulgent. Like, just give it a bit of time and let's just see what happens. Oh, definitely. It's but
1: the, That conversation happened in my family as well. Um, and it is a bit of an awkward one because you don't really know. You, you kind of want to, things to see how things play out or if it's more of a long term thing or a short term thing, it's... It's a sensitive subject, Um, as is Natasha, which is the crux of the episode. Uh, So Carrie's emailing her, not getting a reply. And then she's DMing her (laughs) and getting blocked. Are you
0: fucking joking? Natasha, get a restraining order out on this bitch right now. (laughs) It's so
1: weird to act like that. But also at the same time, I mean, wouldn't you even think
0: maybe Natasha would have gone to the funeral? No, not of your ex-husband who had an affair. Well, I mean, yeah. I but... wouldn't. Also,
1: she, she says later on they haven't spoken since the divorce. I just feel like they would have
0: done, wouldn't they? Well, I guess because no. of the affair, maybe not. but They don't have children together, you know. There was no reason for them to, to discuss anything else, surely. But
1: obviously she knows he's dead. So, I mean, to block Harry is kind of... But I guess from her point of view, she doesn't... Know at this point, does she about the money?
0: She does, I think she does because she, Natasha, I think she might have known, yeah, I think she knew before Carrie because then they say, I found out at the will thing, and she's like, oh wow, that must have been really hard. So, who would have told Natasha? Her lawyers would have said, You've been mentioned in a will, um, you've been bequeathed a million. So, when
1: Natasha's getting messages from Carrie, she Would surely know what it's about. But they know because she's. She probably knows what
0: Carrie's like because Carrie stalked her last time as well, turning up at her bloody work. So she's probably like, this bitch is crazy. Like, uh, I know what she's going to do. She's going to stalk me. Block. And she was correct.
1: And Miranda calls Natasha a fucking bitch for blocking her. So they decide to stalk her in person, which, (laughs) as you (sighs) would.
0: Unbelievable.
1: And I think we should start doing quote of the app. For me, it was Carrie's. Um talking about the dog, another bitch I know nothing about.
0: Yeah, that's clever. I liked that. Yeah. Um
1: but Carrie's worrying that Big was having an affair with Natasha or regretted not staying with her.
0: Um so they go to the work. Yeah. Yeah. And um Charlotte and Miranda go and wait in a Starbucks. Um do these people not have anything else to do?
1: <laughs> well Charlotte doesn't. And no, Charlotte doesn't. I guess Miranda's got class now, but it's probably a lot less demanding than her old job. And she sure as hell isn't having sex in her spare time.
0: Um, <gasps> this scene was a shocking. I mean, this just kind of came out of left field. Like, oh, okay.
1: What do you mean? The start? Well,
0: Miranda's confession. Um, so oh, the, Miranda goes to get a drink for them and yeah. a non-alcoholic this time. Which was shocking. And she, Which was shocking. And then Charlotte looks through her backpack to find a charger. And what does she find, Ed?
1: Empty bottles of liquor, which I would think, again, I keep coming back to this, Miranda's a smart woman. If she's hiding that kind of drinking problem, I don't think she'd be passing her bag to her friends to pick chargers out. She'd be hiding it better.
0: No, um, unless she just, I forgot, I mean.
1: Because she's. Pissed as a fart, I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, and
0: they're very small bottles. I don't know. I mean, maybe she's piecing it all together. I think that on its own wouldn't send alarm bells for me. But if Charlotte's noticing... I think noticing, it would, because it's just like... Think so.
1: Well, it's like, what explanation do you really have for little bottles of liquor in your bag? She I mean, was on if, an
0: airplane?
1: But she wasn't.
0: <laughs> no, she wasn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so Charlotte starts prying to, like, find out more. And Miranda says, are Steve and I even a couple anymore? We've not had sex for years because Brady's having it all for them. And it's yeah. at this point, I think it's a shame because I think that basically now we're sure that Miranda and Steve are splitting up. That's what the show's going to do. I mean, we kind of thought it anyway, but the thing that I think makes me feel sad about that is I love them, have loved them so much as a couple, and that doesn't mean they have to stay together, but... It feels like the show's going to let them fizzle out.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they always wanted to do it and they chickened out and, you know, when they meet on the bridge and stuff. Um, uh, it is a shame because they were my kind of favourite kind of on and off couple. Like when they were good, they were very good. They've got great chemistry, great banter, such... Um, I think they always were friends first in a way you, like they always had the one night stand and everything so that's how they met but like they do out of all of them I always felt like they were very good friends Um, and yeah maybe you know they fizzled out before right and he had an affair so maybe their shelf life wasn't that long
1: yeah I guess this makes sense with what the films did with them which is that yeah it is sad though Well, I think, but it's also quite realistic. I do think, like, obviously they've been together so long that you you become more like companions and that's not even necessarily a bad thing. No. But I think it's, obviously it becomes clear in this episode that Miranda maybe wants more and maybe wants minge. Yes.
0: Yeah, yes. And I mean, sex, not having sex for years, you know, every couple has their own style. I mean, you know, hello, this, sometimes we have dry spells. It totally happens. Sometimes
1: hours at an end,
0: honestly. (laughs) I know, God. Um, But years is quite a thing, isn't it? Um, But she's saying out of the blue, like they've never discussed it before, which is interesting. If it's been going on for years and years, uh, it's like she's saying she's almost been keeping it a secret.
1: Well, no, because she kind of told them in the film, didn't she? There was snow on the ground. and then There was snow on the
0: ground. Yeah, but then they got back together...
1: But I, yeah, they got back together, but I don't think... We never had an update that they'd started bradying about the place. Um, no, please, <laughs> that is not a term. The, there are more fireworks at Natasha's work where her assistant comes out and lies to Carrie <laughs> about her being in Rome. <laughs> and then Carrie is pointing up at the office outside with reunited with Charlotte and Miranda. And then <laughs> Natasha is at the window and Carrie thinks hiding behind a tiny bony hand is going to save her. <laughs> She said, I've never been so humiliated and I've been uh, humiliated a lot in front of that woman. I'm like, oh my God, Harry!" Yeah, because
0: that's your fault.
1: Everything to do with you and Natasha has been your fault, let's be honest.
0: You were in, when she found you, you were in, when you ran away from her, you were in her apartment with Big. You've gone to her work and ran away from her. Stop going into her environment and then running away.
1: And when she met her, remember, she was wearing a cowboy hat and then vomited and was dating oh, that ugly yeah. doctor. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, that dog, I've, had, I've had that stalker fan following her around.
1: Well, maybe that's how she learned to stalk and now we've come full circle. Oh yeah. Um, yes. Did you notice, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, Harry. He, oh. We saw his body and it, I thought he looked way hotter than in his heyday. He's like, I think he's aged very well. And it, will you notice that his back um, remains shaved? he's kept up with that throughout all these years.
0: Yes, and also I was very happy to know, I was hoping that we could avoid sort of piss and shit storylines with Charlotte, but it kind of managed to kind of get a little scene there with uh, not shit this time, but with piss.
1: A very, very long pee, which is very relatable because I grew up in a house predominantly with men and I'm not someone who does a very long wee, but Jesus Christ, my brother, not to put him on blast, but he would wee for what felt like days on end.
0: And- well, it's very Austin Powers when he comes <laughs> out oh, cryogenic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: I actually love Austin Powers. You know, I love Me to too. keep up with all the current cool things. <laughs> you know that- uh,
0: when he says to Liz this is my wife, Oprah. <laughs>
1: My genuinely one of my favourite lines from any film ever is when they're in the jacuzzi and he goes he farts in the jacuzzi and she goes how dare you fart before me and he goes sorry baby didn't know it was your turn I swear that's like
0: the best <laughs>
1: sorry um, <laughs>
0: So, oh, see, Austin Powers is funnier <laughs> than and this And the Austin show. Powers
1: recaps will be coming very soon in the yeah. new year. <laughs> I wonder if anyone would actually listen to that.
0: Throw me a freaking bone
1: here! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> so Oh, God,
0: um, we're getting un- unhinged.
1: We are, much like Carrie, who cannot stop walking. She says it's the only thing that helps, and it doesn't even help. Yeah. And she's mad at Big for ruining our happy sad ending, which I do get. Because you want to, like, look through your marriage almost with rose-tinted glasses and not be finding out things were... There were secrets and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and you want to be that role, right? You want to lean into the sadness and be that widow. But but also, this is very Carrie. She loves a distraction. She loves an obsession. So this is right up her street, really. He's done her a favour in some ways.
1: I love that she said to Charlotte, you have to let me say I'm a mess. Because I think that's a very good lesson in life in general i think is recognizing sometimes when your friends don't necessarily want answers solutions or like you need to do this you need to this. sometimes they just want you to sit with them and just be like do you know what this is shit and yeah almost just acknowledge that it's shit yeah Yeah. um and then what's definitely shit is this showdown we eventually get with carrie and natasha and first of all how weird is it that they bump into each other
0: (laughs) I know what are the odds. It's like it's like uh, if she was uh, in a souk, it would be like bumping into Aiden in uh, Abu Dhabi. You know, she just bumps into these people.
1: You need to move on from that. But- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. It's it's ridiculous because it's like you've just been stalking this woman after not seeing her for years, and then you randomly bump into her. I mean, is it because Carrie was in the neighborhood?
0: In a very unlikely part of town. Yeah, because then... No, they were way up west or wherever she was, upper west side.
1: And in a gender-neutral bathroom, of course. And then Carrie burns herself with coffee.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And what did you think of their conversation that transpired?
0: Um, I, as a viewer, didn't need it. I, I don't need closure from the big Natasha thing, personally. From a character perspective... Maybe she needed it. But also, I kind of feel like... I, I could understand wanting to find out why she was left money. Um, but I'm kind of a little bit bored of the, like, I'm sorry, Natasha stuff. It's like, can we move on from that, please? What do you think?
1: I really didn't buy Natasha's turn. In, uh, she changed tone. Because she started off like, what the fuck do you want from me? I've given you more minutes in my life than you ever deserved. And that was very much how Natasha was when they yes. originally had the showdown. She was like, I'm sorry to Carrie. And then she delivered that cold, like devastating speech to Carrie, which I was team Natasha for that. because I was like, she's completely right and you deserve to hear this. And then she seemed like she was doing that again. And then for some reason she saw Carrie's burn and just suddenly decided to sit down and be nice and kind and even said, I'll never understand why you married me when he was always in love with you, which is just... Not something you would say, because Big did love Natasha. I mean, maybe not the he same. Did. But he did. They were just
0: different. That. Yeah, they were just different women, as suited maybe different aspects in his life. And you know, he realized actually, I, I, I know, I present as this sort of fancy New York kind of person, but I want a bit of chaos. I want a bit of, you know. Um, I I agree with you. I I don't understand why she would change. Um, Maybe she felt sorry for Carrie. Maybe Carrie looked quite pathetic. I mean, she is (laughs) pathetic.
1: Well, yeah. And then she says, I'm really sorry for your loss. And Carrie says, I'm sorry as well. And Natasha says, I appreciate that, but we're okay. It's all in the past. And then she got that closure. And I think I would have liked it more if Natasha never gave her that closure. Because Carrie never really earned it from Natasha.
0: No.
1: But she is grieving and... Uh, Natasha said she'll give the money to charity. It's like, how rich are you? Jesus, (gasps) keep the money. That's what
0: I put... If I was scared, I'd be like, no, can I have
1: it? Can I have it? (laughs) Can I have it back? I'm really pathetic. That's my
0: husband's money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Natasha said her son had low blood sugar, so I don't know if that's the charity. (laughs) I'll just give it to my son. (laughs) (laughs) Get him some sugar. Um, For me, sitting through Che's comedy, Check the Box, was almost like an act of charity. It was very
0: I... earnest,
1: not earnest, I don't know. It's
0: just... I was like, is this where I do a Harry and go take a long piss? Like, is this the toilet break bit? Or where because... I do a
1: Steve and take my hearing aid out?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it just isn't funny. I mean, she's delivering, she's got that stand-up comic timing thing, but it's more like a, almost like a trying to be a lecture or a it's empowerment a speech. Yeah, it's not comedy.
0: I wrote, this is a lecture, make it stop. That's what I wrote in my notes. it's like,
1: cheer if you want me to fuck you. And Miranda's at the back like, yeah! Yeah,
0: yeah. Miranda was on heat, manic eyes. I thought her weave was going to fly off again. She has become besotted. Well, her, her... Her flame has been relit.
1: Her and Charlotte both cry. Charlotte, because it's touching on the gender issues. Um, but then Miranda... Miranda seems to be really taken with the idea of... It's related to a marriage, like you need to make change, um, just change things. And so much so she stays behind at the after party without Carrie and Charlotte um, doing a bit of a swerve. Walks into it and finds Che stood on completely by herself, which after a Netflix special at your after party, you probably wouldn't be stood alone in the middle of the room. Usually people would maybe be talking to you or maybe after that set, maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. But
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: for the sake of their scene, they get to just wander up to each other and then we get um the weed shotgun
0: that was erotic <laughs> i thought it was meant to be i know it was meant to be very um an awakening moment yeah but I, was like, I couldn't miranda just looked so funny
1: <laughs> she looked completely frozen <laughs> yeah and it's like maybe you should ask brady how to smoke weed next time but it was like it actually was up there with big wanking in terms of uncomfortable scenes just because it was so it just felt like it went on for so long and it was so public and it's so like i don't know
0: i've never done a shotgun um
1: um, so maybe i'm just jealous and would like to do i
0: have i hope i didn't look like miranda when i did it
1: (laughs) you probably did probably the age of miranda as well oh Um,
0: yeah it's
1: true so i mean what we already suspected
0: so they're gonna have an affair right
1: Yeah, very much so. Which
0: or is Miranda gonna be like, "I know what it was like to be cheated on. I can't do that to Steve." And then she says, "Steve, we need to talk." And then he goes, "Ah, I knew this was coming."
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's relieved, (laughs) and he's gonna go back to Debbie.
0: I fucked up Debbie's (gasps) beat. I'd love it. Maybe he should have been with Debbie the whole time.
1: She's probably twenty-five now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Debbie was great. Oh, maybe Debbie Steve will get great. with Robert. <gasps> that would be
0: good. That would be hot, yeah. Oh, Steve, no man has ever been <laughs> this deep. <laughs> Why did you say about my <laughs> <laughs> Um.
1: So, yeah, they're clearly going to be fucking soon. And...
0: Yes, I mean, I quite like their chemistry. I do think they've got quite nice chemistry.
1: I agree. I just... I don't find Che funny, which I guess is integral to liking her as a character.
0: No, and um, she's a comedian in real life. So I wonder if she does actually...
1: She probably wrote that set. Well,
0: is there like, I wonder if this is some kind of crossover and she actually does have a special with Netflix because it was on for so long. It was so unnecessary. Like, you don't need it to be that long in order to kind of push Miranda and Charlotte along in their storylines. So I'm wondering if there is some sort of deal going on
1: yeah and i think they do want these characters to be not just side characters i think they're gonna end up being like main characters in the show yeah um which is a shame because i'm not liking anyone apart from gloria um what did you make of charlotte Ugh,
0: even gloria um <laughs> charlotte's uh is i mean i'm quite liking the alky detective charlotte yeah um this is a, a cute little sideline for her uh, she's she's right. Carrie just cannot deal with this right now. She's, she's like, no, I don't want to deal with this.
1: This is not about me. Off the table. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Carrie's like you earlier in the podcast because she she thinks it all sounds very normal. She's like, oh, dr- drinking that much? Yeah. You were like, empty bottles of liquor in your bag. What's up with that? I'm like, mm. maybe she yeah, flew. I
0: mean, small. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she went to a mini bar. Well, I'm su- I'm surprised
1: that Carrie wouldn't. I mean, I think you'd almost welcome the distraction from your own grief. I'd be like, oh yeah, let's get into Miranda's problems. But I guess Carrie's just like, well, aren't we all drinking too much? I did think Charlotte's example of she had two glasses of wine before the show. That's like, that's not that weird. No,
0: two glasses. That's quite restrained, I think.
1: (laughs) Maybe this says more about (laughs) us, actually. (laughs) Um, And what did you think of Carrie walking back to her old flat? Hates it! It didn't look like a real flat at all, but I guess it would have changed.
0: No. Oh, God. And we're going to have to see the gaudy... I hated the redo in the movie. I hate the blue walls. And, Samantha, that pillow cost me $200.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, as we're coming to the end, do you want to do what would Samantha say?
0: Samantha would say, you're going through your will? Honey, I'm losing the will to live.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to go with Willie then. But I I was pleased with the direction it went in. Thank
0: you.
1: I did. Carrie, you spent all day following a woman around New York? If I stalk someone, I'd better be getting a big fat cock at the end of it. Am I right? (laughs) Should I have said Willie?
0: R.I.P. Willie. Willie
1: Garson. Willie Willie Garson, yes. Willie
0: Garson, yes.
1: (laughs) Sorry, you have to die because there's no room at the table. Stanford. Oh yeah,
0: maybe he died because he like from head trauma with the door kept banging into him the whole way through the meal.
1: Oh, he's been banged from the rear before. I think he's fine. Actually, the actor hasn't, has he? So
0: no, that was the gag. He was a shock. So uh, I'm sticking with my five. After all of that, are you sticking with your eight?
1: No, I'm going to come down to probably a six actually because I I think I grossly overestimated the episode. It's it's tricky because I'm like I'm always. <laughs> I
0: I think it's one of the worst episodes ever.
1: Well, it's weird because I enjoy watching it because it is what it is. This was the issue, remember, I had with the film. Everyone hated them. I was always kind of so happy to see the characters again that sometimes I'd overlooked a lot of the problems. And I'm not overlooking mm. them now because so I'm talking about them, but I'm still kind of always swept up in I love the characters, even when they're disappointing.
0: Yeah, I I preferred Charlotte. that's Charlotte this episode. She wasn't as... Manic and silly. She was more, like, normal.
1: And we're used to her new face.
0: Oh, she... Have you noticed she can't really speak with her lips?
1: That's why we like her now. She can't speak.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's mute.
1: Um, uh, so... But we can speak. Um, and we are very grateful that you guys are all listening. So, um... Please share with your friends.
0: Yeah, we love, uh, we really hope you're enjoying it.
1: Yes, review, get in touch, DM us. And then after we block you like Natasha, you can follow us down the street and we'll have it out. Yes.
0: And don't come to our works because let's face it, we don't work, we're very lazy.
1: Yeah, so you'd be wasting your time. Um, But we will be back on Monday for episode four. So please tune in for that. And thank you, lovers. We love
0: you. Love you, bye.
1: Oh, I clicked it out. That's from the Drag Race one, but never mind. Oh. (laughs) I'm still clicking. Pathetic! (laughs) This one's barely got any ink in it.